He was cool for three hours. Bro, go put him in the kennel. Just put him in the kennel. He was in your room. Just put him in the kennel. Golly. Oh, my God. Golly. Come on, bro. Golly. Blue. Blue. Let's go. Blue. Let's go. Come here. <laughs> Blue. Let's go. Come here. Yo. He was quiet that whole movie. Let's go. Let's go. Why? Why today? Man. Go to sleep. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. It's your boy Brian, oh. aka BC Got Kicks. It's your boy Fred Boomer, aka Fred P. What's good with you? Bryson Chambers in the building. BC versus the world. You already know. It's your boy Jalen Velvet Hoop. Yes, sir. On today's episode, we're going to take a walk down relationship lane. We're going to explore some of the questions women are curious to know about men. How the right person can change you for the better. How we feel about words of affirmation, as well as expressing our thoughts and feelings before actually diving into a relationship. And then we go, you know, play a little bit with the game over or underrated so yes sir so just before we get started man how y'all boys doing man bro i ain't gonna lie i I woke up i was all good and i came to work and i just got sluggish and tired i don't know some something about this job that do that's doing something to me getting beat up every day oh not even that (laughs) not even that Jalen said, "Jalen said you be get, you be going through it like he be treating them boxes at work. <laughs> <laughs> the little girls be having you in a full Nelson. Nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> man, ain't none of that. Ain't none of that popping off. I wish they would. Just for that, you gotta go one on one with the whole player. Hey, wait, what's up with what's up with the playoffs Ooh, though, man? Hey." Just for a little bit, we got a dame hey. just been. Oh hey. my god! Oh, I've been, been telling hey, the Lakers. Hey. I've been telling them. I said if the Lakers lose, it's because they don't have a backcourt. Because CJ oh, they and for Dame sure been don't have cooking a everybody. Oh my goodness! They don't. But everybody, everybody's been aware of the fact that the Lakers guards never really been that yeah, good facts. all year. You know, like that's why I was telling one of my managers, I was like, "You kind, uh, y'all kind of shot yourselves in the foot because y'all got rid of Lonzo. At least if y'all would have kept Lonzo, because he's a he's a good def- he's a good defender. And he's so six, I'm seven. like, y'all got y'all got man, y'all trying to put Caruso on Dame, and I'm just like, oh my <laughs> goodness, that is yeah. not good. I mean, well, that's all they got. Who else yeah. they gonna put on? I and, know and Bradley. <laughs> he, he, I mean, yeah, he's, he's not, not there. Like, but that's it's tough. Yeah, but it's not I even know. that. It's like if they just hit shots, they win the game because they only held them. We can say that for any team, yeah. though. No, no but they missing yeah, you, like a lot. No, of they missing bad. a lot of shots. It, uh, it ain't every team. Every other team scoring a hundred plus. We ain't scoring hundred plus. They the worst defensive team in the bubble, <sighs> and we they give up one hundred and twenty three average. We got ninety when we played them game one. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. only had a hundred points. <laughs> 
<sighs> like, come on, bro. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, though, y'all shot three for 20. I, I'd say y'all make three of those, yeah. y'all win the game. You feel me? If Danny Green could show so up. So I kind of get what Jay- <laughs> <laughs> He over there building a house, though, with them bricks. Him Man. And KCP. Mansion by Man. <laughs> Straight up, though. But let's go ahead and get into this. Well, let's do question. it. How does having a good partner in a relationship change you for Ooh, the better? I'm going to let the dudes in relationships hate that one first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- y'all go first. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and take that one first. Um, For me, uh, my girl changed me for the better in, you know, a plethora of mm. ways. You feel me? Okay, college words. Okay. But <laughs> a plethora. But the first one, I'm the. Man, the first one I'm just talking about is just how she motivates me in every way. Like, my girl is very, very hardworking. And, you know, just to see all the work that she's been putting in for her sport alone and, you know, the fact that she gets good grades on top of it, it really pushes me. Uh, when we went to the same school, it really pushes me in a way to actually, like, care about my studies and, you know, care about the extra work that I put in on a basketball court. So, like, for that, she just – motivates me to you know eventually be able to provide for both of us and just so that she won't even have to worry you know Mm. or even have to get a job if she doesn't want to like I want to make it to where you know my girl is living you know to where she doesn't even have to get a job if she don't want to but knowing her knowing how hard working she is she for sure is going to want a job anyway she gonna want her own source of income and you know I'm not mad at that even if she's making more money than me I'm not mad at that you feel me like so so that's that's one (laughs) two I may uh I feel like they uh my girl has made changes uh has forced me to make changes that I wouldn't make for anyone. So for example, like at the beginning of our relationship, it was apparent that you know I'm was clearly a selfish person. Like I was someone who constantly always worried about me. Uh, I haven't had a girlfriend yeah, I can a attest time to this at too. that time. So <laughs> yeah, so I was man, so I wasn't really worried about anyone or I felt the need to just worry about myself. So with her, she was always so willing to put me first. Like she was out here buying me stuff, you know, buy like from time to time. Most of the time I buy the food, but she'll she'll do that. She'll just do little things here and there. And I slowly started to, you know, want to spend more time with her at first because I was very I'm someone who like spent a lot of time alone and I always like being alone. So with her, I I started to see a change where I wanted to be around Mm. her more. And then after that, you know, I seen. I was more willing to spend money on her, more money on her than on me. Like this also goes into my third point, which is what I got, uh, got you thinking about them more than yourself. And for me, we can, I could be at work at Nike and a nice pair of J's come in, get returned and I can get a good deal on them. And I'm like, ah, but should I really do it? Like, you know, I don't know how I feel about them, but let it, let the same shoe or a shoe. I think my girl will like come in and I, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this for her. Like, I don't even, I don't even (laughs) second guess it. Like when it comes to my girl, I'm like on it. Like, yeah, like mm -hmm, I need to get these for her. So for me, I just feel like, the biggest thing is that it just forces you to make change a change that you wouldn't make. See, bro, and the crazy thing is, like, I'm a co-sign on everything you're saying because not only has it helped you with your relationship and you personally, but it has made our connection stronger as brothers. You know what I mean? Because you also, again, before, you really didn't, you was really selfish before, but now I can see Facts. how you changed and our relationship is, is stronger because of that. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like what Bryson just said to back that up. Like, yeah, she also allowed me to, 
you know, be different for the people that I care about, not just her, but, you know, again, I was extremely selfish. Always everything I had was always mine, 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 mine. Now I'm willing to share with anybody. I'm willing, you know, so for sure what Bryson said, it, it helped me to grow in other relationships outside of me and my girl, you know, with my brothers, you know, my mom, my dad. So, yeah, yeah, definitely she helped me out. And I just aspect. want everybody to know, me and Brian, we was we were not close at all growing up. We were close because we only had each other. But in, in like, realistic talk, we used to fight all the time. We had a terrible relationship growing up. But literally, Man. we got older, and I, that was when our relationship actually grew. Mm-hmm. Bryson, Bryson was my personal butler. Whenever I needed something, I told hey, that boy to and go. My dumb ass would do it too. My dumb ass would do it. Oh, you want that? Okay, I got you. He would do it though, for real. That was always my dog. We did fight a lot, but that was always my dog, always my best friend for sure. I hope y'all taking notes right now. Cause ooh, wait. Ah, lead him. See what the right partner will do for you. Yeah, man. What about you? I want to know about Jalen. What you got? Uh, you know, honestly, since I've been with you know, Emery. Seven, seven years, years, by the way. Seven years. Seven Y'all, years. seven years. Me and my girl have been together Sounds for like. almost three. <laughs> three coming up. The big three seven coming up. Long. So, pretty much. Nah, she, but she pushes me to, she sees the potential in me. So, like, whenever I feel like uh, I can't do something, she always she's always there to say, like, oh, no, you can do it. Don't make excuses for yourself. Like, mm. you know, you, I, I see it in you. So, like, don't put yourself down and not try when you know you can do it, but <laughs> thanks. Yeah. I'll for sure see that, but Jay, you remember when me, Bryson, we was always like, all right, you gonna propose this? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, bro. Like, you propose this? <laughs> he asked my man like, like, like four like, years in a row, bro. <laughs> man, we just kept pressing this boy about proposing. <laughs> we like, bro. But you know, I mean, yeah, we was like, you go. I wanted to do it on my own terms. So I yeah. Oh like, yeah, of course. Means. You haven't done it yet because everywhere, I'm like, oh, you haven't proposed yet. I'm like, I'm proposed when I feel like it's the time to. Like, I mean, I wanted to, but at the time, it just wasn't right. But yeah, no, that's understandable. You know, yeah. But she she's there when I need her. I can ask her like, I need this at this time. And she she's always there. Like, she has no problem helping. She's like has the nicest soul. Like she's pretty much right. like my best friend. But I mean, when you want a good partner, you gotta look for somebody that's in it from through the toughest times and the mm-hmm. good times. Yeah. You don't want somebody that's only uh-huh. in it for the good times because I mean, it ain't gonna be too many good times. And yeah, like, facts. You're gonna, you're gonna have trials and stuff that you you gotta work through, and somebody's not there at all in. There's no point of being with that person. So you want to live with, with somebody that's there for the right reasons. Jalen, I got even a, another question to even go further. As for me and you, the, who's you know engaged right now, how has you guys' relationship changed the way you guys attack problems? Like, because for me, you know, me and Carmody, with us both being Aquariuses and pretty much being the same person. Whenever something bothered us, we both kind of kept it yeah. to ourselves or we would throw a little attitude, like hinting at each other that something was wrong. And honestly, it took, you know, a good amount of problems and me being patient mm-hmm. and praying to God that, you know, whenever there's a problem that arise, like you got to kind of be patient and tackle it 
um, together yeah. again. Like I said, man, me and her, we used to att- like when it came to conflicts, we would always look at it like me versus e- like yeah. us versus each other. You know, we always like, all right, who's gonna who's gonna make it? Who's gonna be right? Who's gonna yeah. be wrong? You know, instead of at- attacking the problem together. So us being in you know a good amount of conflict, like every uh, good relationship. Mm-hmm goes through you know like me and her we kind of like just started attacking things together and like okay how what can we do for each other so that this doesn't happen again or that doesn't happen again what about for you like how has your relationship grown over time to where you know you and Emery tackle problems in a specific way better than you guys did at first uh just because, I mean, me and Emery basically the same person. Like, we're two days apart, so we got the same personality. And Bro, dude, that's crazy. Because wow. me, me, wow. me and Carmody two yep, days apart, too. Crazy. I'm February 4th. She February yeah, 6th. Well, I'm the 21st. All right, so, hey, look, listeners, if you born on May 5th, that's hit me up. crazy. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This DM's about to be flooded. Nah, incorrect. Man. I mean, you know me. I mean, I'm always joking and stuff. So, she may be serious yeah. at the time. And me, I'm like, I'm not even thinking about the yeah. whole situation. I'm just trying to make You really laid back, bro. You really laid <laughs> back. Yeah. But I got to, I mean, I try to work on it, but that's just how I am. But, you know, we work ourselves through our problems because, I mean, Usually, it's not nothing that's major anyway. We uh-huh. argue a little bit here and there, but after, like, a few minutes, it's just like, okay, it was stupid. Like, just facts, over. I forget facts. what I'm, it was even about in the first place. Whatever. Man, I'm, yeah, like, the, I knew I was changing also was when me and her did get in a fight, I couldn't stand not talking to Ooh. her. You feel me? Like, you oh, know, at the, at the beginning. That's when it, <laughs> <laughs> Nah, you know, at the at the beginning of the relationship, y'all getting a fight, you can't oh, go days yeah, that, without talking to her. Okay, okay, right. Oh, you now, 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 no, that's that's what I'm saying. Now that like when we get in an argument or just a little slight disagreement, like it's it'll go a couple minutes go by, and I'm like, dang, I gotta talk to her. Like yeah. I gotta text her. Like that's you know, signs, yeah, right? I just yep. laugh everything mm-hmm. off because in the end, I know when we look at back at it, we just gonna be like, it wasn't worth arguing about, like. It's pointless, so and I hope, what about and I hope y'all don't go to bed angry at each other. You know what I mean? Oh, like always always yeah. oh, that's not oh, uh, you gotta you gotta solve them problems before you go to bed, bro. You oh, got nah. to. That's man though. It's never really a serious problem. That's why it's just like in the morning you just like act like it never even happened because it's small stuff that you argue about. When you look back at it, you may think it's a serious problem when you arguing, but then you look at the real issue, you just like serious enough yeah. thing to be really that mad at. Shoot, so, just know I'm that person. I'm like, all, hey, look, you know I still love you, right? Yeah? Okay, cool. Nice. <laughs> and also, just to piggyback off that is when you do have a conflict, depending on how major it is, I think it is okay sometimes to kind of not go, not necessarily go to sleep mm-hmm. mad yeah. at each other, but go to sleep with you guys' own intent and own uh way of healing in mind because you know sometimes you know we've all been in an argument to where we said something yeah. that you know we Thanks. shouldn't have yeah. so that's why so, that's why sometimes <laughs> I feel like when you're in a conflict sometimes you got to just give that conflict some some air and some yeah. some breath you know you got to just let it you know marinate a little bit because you don't you never want to just go into a situation and not fully analyze it you want to make sure you fully analyze it so that you don't say something that you'll regret right. and 
it does end up you guys breaking up or you guys going mm-hmm. your separate ways. So I would just say always, always just at the end of the day, make sure you're ready to have that talk of conflict so that, you know, you can attack it at every angle. And like I said, make sure that you guys are attacking it together and not attacking one another. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you got to say, Fredro? You the you the That's relationship the guru, right there, man. Oh my guru, man. Oh, I mean, ain't never been man. in a relationship, but but know everything about him, man. Let let's let's address that since since. Hold on, real talk, real talk, real talk, going real quick, bro. I felt real validated when you said me and Carmen your favorite couple. Just so you know. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I meant that, bro. Like, like I feel real like validated. Just, to, just for some perspective, like again, addressing the the fact that you know I. 25 years old, never had a girlfriend. Um, not for lack of trying, but, you know, things are what they are. Um, but before I do that, I want to say that um, to address the the things that you guys said about your your beautiful relationships that I've been fortunate and, and blessed to, to see in the three, four years that I've known you guys. And mm-hmm. for me, there was a quote that I came up with that is still pinned on my twitter account and i said like a a few years ago and it was like find someone that notices things that everyone else can't and appreciates things that no one else does you know and i think this was before any of us even got close and Mm -hmm. at the time you know just thinking about that like and seeing how it ties in like you both described your women as people that push you and and make that you want to make changes for the better because of them you know and it's like i think that's the main thing people should take away from that it's not forced you know it's not coerced it's not like they have to pull you know good behavior out of you that's who you want to be as a man for your for your Mm -hmm. woman and and for me like that's beautiful you know it's again you know just to you know we talking about you know me being the only one that's never been in a relationship but i've constantly find myself being asked relationship advice Mm -hmm. um, for for years and for me it was always I my parents got divorced when I was seven right and from then up until I guess I was about 17 or 18 I had to make up in my mind what type of man I was going to be and for me it was always you know prep work like okay, I saw this growing up, I saw that growing up, and that didn't sit right with me, you know? And so we talking about, yep. you know, the right partner and this, that, and the third. It's like, I say this all the time, especially when I'm talking to women about why is my man doing this and why is he doing that? I'm like, when you're dealing with a guy, his actions let you know how he feels about you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. again, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of us, who grow up in certain areas know how to talk to women right but it's the tr- it's the yep. treating you part that a lot of guys have a problem with yeah. or don't know how to you know mm-hmm. how to treat someone specifically mm-hmm. and you grow up and I, i've been guilty of this too like you grow up in a in a society where you, you treat all women the same and if it doesn't yeah. work for one then oh it's whatever and then it's just on to the next one you know and that's that's kind of where you get to until you kind of hit your own maturity level in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, like every woman is different. They're like, you know, snowflakes. You know, that's the comparison a lot of people make is like women are like snowflakes. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. And and you right. come into contact with, with different people that when a relationship starts and maybe it doesn't work, you figure out things that you like about your future partner and or you don't like and you figure out things about yourself. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, again, it was just me and my mom. Like, again, me and my mom were, like, super tight. Like, that was my best friend. Like, that's my best friend. And so it was always, like, I always made sure, like, I want to treat – I want somebody that acts like her, like, is always on a hustle, always on a grind. Yes. You know, she does what she has to do for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she Facts. always makes me feel good. And it's not like – and I was like – I'm not a, a a typical mama's boy, but I would do anything for her because she still raised me to be independent. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So it was like, I'd do anything for that woman because of what I saw. Right. And what she showed me and what she taught me because she understood that she can only do so much as a woman, but there was stuff she couldn't teach me on how to be a man. Right. And there mm-hmm. were a lot of people that don't get that as parents. It's like, you think you can do both. And honestly, <laughs> you can't. Right. So it's like, yeah. so I always, she always made sure I had male figures in my life and positive ones at that. Right. So that way I learned right. lessons. And also at the same time, if anything negative happened, she gave me the ability to look at how to take a negative and learn from it. And I've always been that kind of person. If something, if Thanks. something happens to somebody else and it's negative, I'm always like, okay, how did that happen? And how can I learn from it for me? Yeah. Right. So we're mm-hmm. talking about relationships and, and X, Y, Z. It's like me saying that y'all are my favorite is because, again, Jalen has been with Amory since before I met y'all. So that relationship was uh-huh. already, you know, solid. established. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was established. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like during the time in the four years I've known y'all, I've seen other than Jalen, all of y'all single and I've seen all of you in relationships. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, out of all the relationships, not that that can't change, but yeah, I've seen Brian when he was single, right? And not that he was bad or anything, because he wasn't, because he was still, you know, a gentleman and, you know, honest about whatever it was he was doing. But to see, and I've told them both this, when they got engaged, I told them this, because I was there. I was like, I've seen who you were and I've seen mm-hmm. who you become. And the questions you were asking, I was mm-hmm. like, I remember asking you these questions when I was up at Concordia with y'all. Like, how has how has she yeah. changed you since y'all been together and vice versa? And y'all really had uh-huh. to sit there and it was like, dang. And it's like, that's the kind of stuff I like. Like, how, how uh-huh. does the person you're with impact you to make you better? You mm-hmm. know, it's like everybody mm-hmm. talks yeah. about, you know, oh, this person, we look good together, we should date. Or like, everybody's goals it's like no you're your own couple like there's nobody i've seen like y'all and that, that goes for Jalen and yeah. Anne marie but it was like again their relationship was established i mm-hmm. saw yeah. the transition from being single and worried about you and still looking out for us and going to the games it was yeah. cool and it was like then you met her and it was like boom yep mm-hmm. you yeah. feel me it was and i told you that i was like <laughs> i love the way that y'all Jalen, and marie you carmony and you know, shout out to you know B Noon and his girl. All of y'all oh, when y'all have B-Noon. been in all of y'all when y'all have been in relationships, y'all love y'all women out loud. And I love that. Oh. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. y'all, mm-hmm. y'all don't hide nothing. Like you, like y'all love y'all women and it's out loud, whether it's support at somebody's game or event or making her feel special by taking her on a date or remembering something and she just happens to post it, or if we're just hanging out and you guys do something cute, all of y'all do that. You uh-huh. feel me? I've seen Bryson. I've seen you do it, right? Yeah. Jalen, Brian, Brandon. I've seen all of y'all do that, and I love how every single one of you love your women out loud, bro. Bro, and you actually impacted my relationship a lot. And I told you the like the reason how you done that, but I didn't say it in this manner in terms of you helping me in my relationship. I just told you you helped me, and how'd you help? How you helped our relationship? 
um, was just being open about everything that was going on in your life. You know, um, when you were going through it with, you know, <laughs> who you were going uh, through it with, you would always literally be open to me, Bryce and Jalen, whoever, like you would always tell us what, how you was feeling. And for me, like, you know, I always grew up and see on, seen on TV and seen in person. Like, you know, if you a man and you going through something, you keep that to yourself. Yeah. So to to come in contact with another man who's open yeah, that's about a, that's a what he's man. going through and and yeah and okay with venting all his problems and 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 seeing a vulnerable side to him, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, if he can yeah. do it, I can do this with my girl. Because a lot of time, Carmi at first at the beginning she was kind of like, oh, it kind of hurts me that you don't open up to me. You know, I got to find out through social media because you know for so long social media was my outlet. Yeah. You know, that's how I got everything off my chest. So to see that Freddie was so open open about everything in his life i'm like man if this dude can do it i can do it so that helped my relationship when i started to explain to my girl a lot more about how i was feeling and how certain things are affecting me and as soon as i started doing that she was there for me even more and more so for that i appreciate you know the the growth you've had in me and also in our me and carmy's relationship but our relationship as brothers too as well because yeah. again, we did yeah, we, we never really talked about like our feelings or whatever. We we share, but like it wasn't like that until Freddie came into the picture. To be honest, mm-hmm. like if we keep it in being, <laughs> oh yeah, like you know, just to to, to wrap up because I feel like I've been talking forever, but um, just to 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 keep it you know on point with that you know. I, I again, that was one of those things I told myself after I was seven, eight, and then my dad got remarried. I was like, there were certain things that I wanted to not have in me before I ever had kids. And I was mm-hmm. always, and because of the relationship with my mom, she made me comfortable with telling her everything I was going through. It was never like I felt like I couldn't, or, you know, and again, that translated to everywhere else. I was like, if I feel like a certain way, I'm going to express that, right? But it's open communication. Uh-huh. It's not every mm-hmm. me like, you know, you make me feel like this and I hate you. And it's it's, it's never like yeah. that. It's just like you did this and that's how I feel. So, you know, when I was going through it, you know, when I was going through it, it was just like, you know, hey man, like, you know, it just it just hurts that, you know, I care so much about her and it just doesn't seem like it's 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 you know reciprocal. And it would yeah. that's mm-hmm. always because I've always, even though I've never had one, anytime I felt like I would date her, it was always like I want to do I want to do something for her. I want to make her feel good. I want to put a smile on her face. That's always how I've been. It's never about, you know, all the extras. It's like, what can I do to make her happy? And that's yeah, for see, bro. Everyone. We the same way, dude. Nah, bro. We are okay. Yeah, see. No, nah, yeah. We we for sure the same way. Yeah, we, we now drag sure it. Are. Yeah, drag it on this first question into like this second question can kind of be like, you know, at, in terms of the first one. And the second one is just do you guys feel words of affirmation should be something that's given without question? Um, I, mm-hmm. I let, wait, let me say something because I think <laughs> again, men, you know how Freddie said, show it with action and, and women are very vocal. Mm-hmm. And I think Thanks. it's, it's very hard for men to do it and it's easier for women to do it. So, I feel like once you find that right person, it'll be natural. Mm-hmm. Like it'll just it'll just happen. I believe that. That that actually like 
is a little bit tied into what I said. And I said, if you love, if you like or love someone, I feel words of affirmation will come natural yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and honestly, like ever since I've been with my girl, I love telling my girl she looks he good. For sure like do. even though that, yeah. even though that, even though that's not her love language, like her love language is quality time. And mine Ooh, happened. Me too. Mine, yeah. I, that's funny, bro. That's that's <laughs> funny because mine's actually happen to be words of affirmation. And I think my girl do a great job of affirming me. Uh, like recently, I've you know in the workplace, I kind of just been feeling real stagnant and feel like you know. I'm not moving at the pace I want to. And, you know, my goal of eventually working at world headquarters for Nike is like, you know, so far away, but like she sent me a great text this morning and, you know, she kind of put it back in perspective to be patient and, you know, it's going to, it's going to happen. It's going to work out for you. Like, don't even trip. Don't even worry about it too Mm -hmm. much. You know, God got you. So I feel words of affirmation definitely do come naturally when you really like or love. Amen. Shout out to that (laughs) queen right there. Yep, man, <laughs> man, old queen, man, man. Yeah, like when you care about somebody for real, it's the reaction is always it's natural. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you can try and force it if you want to, but you you just know, you just know. Big facts. Now, now that we talked a little bit about words of affirmation, is verbalizing, uh, seeing where things going. Uh, too much to ask like so for example you know at the beginning of uh, talking or relationship stages mm-hmm. stage is it too much uh, to ask hey what are we doing here I think that's situational yeah I would agree because, that, yeah. only only because some sometimes it might be a little like you know hard for some people to express how they feel and they might mm-hmm. take it a certain way you know what I mean mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah Yes, yeah. it's, it's like it's it's very situational. It depends on the people that are you know in the entanglement, as you as people would say. Uh, it, it depends on those I to- people. <laughs> I totally agree with that to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but the way I look at it is if you know if you see a, a girl and you're attracted to her. Nine times, nine point five times out of ten, you know what you want to do. You know yeah. whether you want a relationship yep. with that person or you know if you just want a bone. <laughs> so I feel like at that point, if you're gonna go out of your way to talk to this person, I feel like you should at least let them yeah, know facts. Because because yeah, I feel like gr- girls out of if anything, they just want yep. honesty. They just want you to tell them what it is from the uh-huh. get go. Like, and you never know. A lot of girls can be on the same wave you are. They could have just got out of a relationship two months ago or. <laughs> a year ago and like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and find myself and you know i also want to talk about this on a podcast i kind of feel like you know dudes kind of you know put us not a stereotype but like i don't know they just on in terms of women like when women have had you know a lot of sex with you know yeah. men and stuff like mm-hmm. that i feel like it's not fair to them that you know they got to be a slut or they got to be a hoe or they got to be a whore like at the end of the day it's their body just like your hey, body is your Freddie, body what do i say so about, ju- about after 21 what do body count what is that they don't as it long don't as you matter, clean bro. with your it don't sh- it matter, don't matter. It don't matter. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel like it's fair, you know, from a for a guy to be like that. But you can go out, you know, (laughs) and do all the things you do and get a big woo and a big wow wow from your, uh, you know, friends and and brothers. So, like, I just feel like as men, I feel like we can do a a lot better. We would in terms of talking great things and uplifting our women because i feel like if we uplifted our women a lot more they wouldn't go out and feel the need to exactly do all these we was exactly. just talking about that like we it's, for sure was. it's dudes on the internet right now 
with like 457 bodies talking about my girl can't have more than two. More than two. Yeah. yeah. Like, Come on, bro. Shut oh, up. <laughs> and you hitting everything, dead seals and all. On me, you ugly. That makes sense. Nobody wants you. Shut up. You already know they pre-resic, uh, trying to say Cat got that boy tongue. man there you go <laughs> hey Jalen <laughs> hey Jalen your mama <laughs> <laughs> nah but yeah Cat like Jalen said Cat and my tongue but yeah what Freddie said I feel like I don't know like pretty much they just like I feel like you can't really be like oh you can't have X amount yeah. of bodies like that's oh, just me. like I've always had like this, you gotta be re- I've always had th- you gotta be realistic yeah, I've always had this thing where it's like if you if we're gonna talk I don't really care about what you had going on in the past because that's and, none of my business man if you, if you care to share that with me I will embrace that with you know with an open mind and open heart and just listen and understand whatever you have to tell me. Which is cool with me. I, I that stuff does not bother me at all. But I'm with one of the homies. Hey, yeah, that's a red <laughs> yeah, flag right there. I can't. Know I can't up front. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> if you like, oh yeah, so like you know, I mess with I mess with Brandon. I'm like, ah, see, Ooh, we we can't. Yeah, nah, we can't date because that's the homie. Ain't you no almost good. got me though. Mm. I'm gonna holler at you. But yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just I just feel like that all that stuff in the past that's none of my business. And if you care to share, you care to share. But if you don't, I will understand and I respect that. On me, so, man. You didn't know me before now. Why would I care? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and if you do care, you might have to go go check yourself. You might have to go check yourself, player, because because that's a that's that's a problem that you have within yourself. If that if all that stuff in her past really bothers you, on me, that's something you got to mm-hmm. handle yourself. Check your insecurity at the door, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Facts. and and on top of that you know do you guys feel expect uh the expectations of being a man tough to live up to what expectations which which ones like just you know every, then this goes into a point i was going to make is that everybody is different and everybody has a different mm-hmm. upbringing and environment mm-hmm. and i feel like that environment decides what those expectations is like for an example if you like say you grow up in a hood like nine times out of ten you see a gangbang mm-hmm. you see thugs you see you know dope dope men so your expectation is you know men don't cry you know men go out and get men you know sell drugs to to like so for so like what i'm saying is like you know based on your environment for you guys have your expectations of being a man tough to live up to no i no. think I don't. Okay, I I will say this because I've been saying it for the past. I don't know how long, <clears throat> but you know, you know how 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 tough mom was on us growing up, you know. Mm-hmm. And when we finally got to a certain age, <clears throat> she was like, "After eighteen, I'm done with y'all, and y'all are on your own. You can stay with me, but you either have to work or go to school." Uh-huh. Now, for me, everybody know I went to school for a year and dropped out because college ain't for me. It's not for everybody, to be honest. College is not for me. So college is scam. I just yeah. I just said let me. I just said let me work because that was you know that's what I wanted to do. Didn't want to go to school. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until I moved to Oregon and I went through all the things that I went through because all the stuff that she was telling me I wasn't listening. Come you eighteen. You think you 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 know everything, man. Everybody do this. You think you know everything until you you get your ass kicked in the world, and that's what happened to me. I got my butt kicked a little bit out here. 
You know what I mean? And <clears throat> so the next time I went to California was when my mom was moving from Long Beach to Downey and we helped her move. And she stopped and was like, wow. She was like, I can't believe y'all moved all the stuff out the house. She was like, you guys are actually some men now. And that was like, that right there was, stamp. I was that was my stamp of approval. And I don't care if any, whoever else said it, because it wouldn't have meant anything. But since my mother said it and I've yeah. been saying, oh, I'm a man, I'm a man. She's like, no, you, you ain't no man. And then finally she, she gave me that. She looked at us like, yeah, y'all some men. That was very big to me. Yeah, and going in on that, you know, me and Bryce being under the same household, uh, I feel like expectation for me, my expectations of being a man is making sure that your wife is taken care of and your family yeah, is taken care facts. of. All the things that all the things that my mom was doing since I was born. So expectations, I don't feel like it's hard. I feel like expectations is something that you should um, have for yourself and be upheld to, uh, by to your uh, by yourself. So. Like for me, mine is just to make sure that my family is always straight, mm -hmm. make sure I, I don't live a life to where I have to constantly look over my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and my and my biggest expectation is just to be a role model to any and everybody that that looks up to me, because at the end of the day, you never know who's yep. watching and you never want to have that one moment someone was watching and you you wasn't yourself or that expectation that you have for uh, for yourself and you know <clears throat> that person that was watching you kind of you know took a different path so for me my biggest thing other than taking care of making sure my family is straight and taking care of from the get go is always being a role model that everyone can be proud of yeah wow <clears throat> and another thing i had to add into is like is my relationship with god <laughs> that that that's a big one for me oh speak on it Man, cause man, mm -hmm. <laughs> man, man, boy, I, I I kept constantly sending you texts like, boy, you need to you need to start praying, yeah. you need to start you know reading your Bible, yeah. man, cause I cause I was just just to piggyback off that, boy, I was telling my brother about all the things God was doing for me, like like for a lot of people, twenty twenty been a rough year, mm -hmm. like I said in episode one, twenty twenty been a, a rough year for a lot of people, but for me, I've been extremely blessed. Mm -hmm. I've been Shoot, me too, amen like man like it's crazy hallelujah so, like, for me <laughs> so for me i feel like god is a great and great component just for every relationship that you have and he'll make sure that you know those expectations that you have for yourself you have held because he'll throw temptation at you yeah he will and it and, and it's and it's up to you to stay on your path and whatever path you have for yourself that's between you and god but you know so that's all i have yeah. to say on and that. again that like works hard and, and my thing with that, with the expectations is like, it's, it's big on how you handle certain situations. Also that ties into that, to the expectations of being a man. Yeah. So whether that is with your relationship, with how you handle stuff at work, how you handle things outside of work, all that. I definitely feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Now, I feel like women, this is a really, really, really big question for women. I feel like women, you know, this is a lot of reason why women are insecure. Mm, what they want to know. I want to no, know, yes. do women's, man, do women's imperfection bother you as much as it bothers Hell them? Hell no. Nah, <laughs> wait, really. wait, wait. Okay, how about you say some things? It, give, give us examples. You already know what I love. Stretch yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey Jalen, how do we say that? That's my yeah. favorite. <laughs> oh, my hey, gosh. Man. I love me some Look, stretch That's marks. my kink. And, and <laughs> you know, you know 
it's 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 hard because I wish like I wish women would understand when we say like oh no nah, babe that looks good like that's cool you know it's fine it's nothing wrong with it but like you know they always gonna have their own little opinions of themselves but I wish you know you can just you can just take that anxiety away from them saying oh no nah, the stretch marks is fine there's nothing wrong with them like I think you look good and they Man. can embrace them but it, it's it's it just takes a lot more for them to see you know and to love themselves than it is for a man to do so. It's because social media, like, you can say yeah. one thing, but yeah. they go on their phone and they scrolling down, they just see girls, like, in, like, yeah. the most perfect shape and right. this and that. And it's like, nah, like, I don't think I look like that. And so me. they get that in their head. And before you know it, that's just stuck in their mind. No matter what you say, that's what they just going to think about themselves. But on me, shoot, I like yeah. you, girl, that can eat because I can cook. Yeah. Man, <laughs> me, oh, can. we know. Yes, yeah. Nigga, nigga cereal not <laughs> Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, man. I just, girl, I'm just playing. I, you don't have some cooking. Don't play with me. Don't play me like little, that. I had, I had your little spaghetti. It was fire, though, huh? Be honest. That's right. That shit was good. I killed that boy. And just to go back on that, I feel like that's a self-love thing as well. Like, I feel like our women don't love themselves enough, Mm -hmm. you know, to be confident and, you know, comfortable in the skin that they in. You know, when you constantly when you constantly see, you know, these women on Instagram getting all the attention, yeah. you like you they often feel like, oh, that's how I gotta be in order to get attention from my man or from a man in general. So I just feel like women needed not needed I don't need to say I don't mean to say it like that, but women should do a better job with loving themselves and doing everything they can to come back and love themselves so that when they do see that girl on Instagram, they like, okay, like she cool, but I know what I, I know what Man. I got, and I know Ooh. what I'm working with. Yeah, on this. Facts, that confidence facts. is sexy, because I. Cause I will take stretch marks over um, any, hey man, any day hey, on me, bro. Hey man, let me, let me go ahead, Freddie. Go ahead, Freddie. Tell y'all something real quick. Talk your ish. Everybody Talk that know ish, me, bro. let me. For those of y'all that don't know me, let me tell y'all something real quick. I've been skinny my whole life, mm-hmm. right? My whole life. Mm-hmm. I have always and will always love women who have more weight on them. That means if you one sixty plus, I love you. Okay, let me get that out mm-hmm. there. Okay, let me. Say, that's big man. Facts. Let mm-hmm. me say that again because some of y'all think I'm joking. One sixty. He, he ain't the only one, man. One sixty oh, plus. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That means Freddie. Freddie. Freddie said he the one who like to get bench pressed. <laughs> no, hey, don't let the size fool you. She I'll gonna pick, pick him I'll up and put him on the wall. Don't, uh-huh. don't let the size. God. Hey, don't let the size fool you. I pick mm. big women. Mm. Hey. AJ, AJ, what Freddie say? To make you think Boosie here. (laughs) Nah, he say, nah, he say he can make up do some. She think Boosie here. (laughs) Hey man, hey, that's no, that's no capping his rap. That's real. Like, don't, don't, don't let the size fool you. I'll pick your big ass up. Don't play with me. You feel me? Like, look, I just, I just dislocated shoulders. Nah, and and that big girl gonna take care of me too. So, Mm -hmm. but but let me let me say this because a lot of y'all don't get appreciation, like, or y'all y'all think y'all don't. But now that I have a platform, I'm gonna use it. Stretch Mm -hmm. marks, cellulite, your Mm. thighs touching. Mm. Uh, some back fat. You wow. see some rolls. Amen. Oh, a little bit like he named it Thanksgiving dinner. 
<laughs> and I, hey, full, hey, my man is naming a full course He's meal right now. Continue, please. Stop. Continue, please. Hog malls, all that. Mm, mm, like, yeah. no wow. I'm saying like, ooh, this, like ooh, my ooh. my my favorite wow. person, my favorite woman on Instagram. Like, if we talking about just physical celebrity crush, ooh, is is, is Tabria Majors, ooh. right? And a lot of people, some of y'all, ooh. I'm sure some of y'all know who that is. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Right, and she accepts her body for all that it is. With all the that's things one I beautiful, just, confident woman. She is like mm-hmm. all the things that I just described. She has, and she accepts, and she puts them out there for other people to see. Now there are other women that do that too, right? And yeah. I appreciate them, right? For women that are insecure about, you know, I got a little bit of a tummy, or you know, some of y'all be tripping off that that little <laughs> meat that hang off the uh, your underarms. Like, yeah, I think oh, I love that. I love that. You know what I'm saying? So that. it's like. Oh, hey, and Freddie, don't let them have the black elbows. You know oh, that. that, that I mean, I, exactly. I know. You Ooh, know that. You mean the elbows in the food. In it? Oh my, hey, mm-hmm. hey. All, I, all I'm saying is, is that what, like we're saying, women. A lot of y'all are tripping off of you know the things that y'all think are imperfections. But as men, when we tell, especially if we in a relationship with you, babe, you're beautiful. I love your stretch marks, right? I love the fact that you're pigeon-toed sometimes when you walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it is that you feel like, oh, well, this girl doesn't do that and this girl doesn't have... Like, that's Instagram. That's, excuse my French, Instagram is (laughs) buildabitch.com. You feel me? Like, (laughs) half of them women didn't look like that before they got on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like, real, real genuine men, like the men in this podcast, right? We love your imperfections. I prefer somebody with no makeup on Mm-hmm. Right? I like, hey, I like what did Drake say? Man. What's that? What's that? Wet pants, hair, hair tie, tie chilling, chilling with, with no, no makeup, makeup on. on. Give me that. That's what That's I want. That's when you, the pr- bro. When I tell you, when you, if you get up out of bed and your hair is messy and you put it in a bun, I'm getting you pregnant. Stop playing with me. <laughs> <laughs> My man said, no pull out that night. Stop. I don't care. Like I'm saying, like it's like y'all are way more beautiful than you give yourselves credit for. But it's mm-hmm. because, but because I understand we live in a society that literally, when you wake up, literally, Man, it, it's so judgmental, Ju- so, super judgmental, bro, for not, no reason at if all. If you're not wearing this brand of shoes, you trash. If you don't wear yeah. this makeup, Facts. you trash. If your nails look like this, you trash. If you don't weigh this, just you to, trash. Yeah, just to go off that, that's why I think Supreme is trash. Supreme is garbage. Ooh, them millennials about to kill us again. Oh, I don't damn. care. <laughs> We don't. It's all we good. for sure don't. It's I love it. Sorry, we got Stussy. Um, hey, Stussy, Mikey, what you want? My favorite is V Long. I like V Long. Uh, v Long, crazy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, but, yeah, but, yeah. Just keep it on point. We oh, love man, y'all bro. imperfections. If some, mm-hmm. my thing is, I think I, I think I can speak for all of us when I say this. The minute I understand that I really like you and I care about you, everything that you came with, I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing, and my biggest thing with that too is is de- I'm looking at the, the details. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything for me is so. If I'm pointing out details about you, just know you just know. Mm-hmm. When you, you start paying attention, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's big facts. So now you know. Don't worry, ladies. There's gonna be a part two to this. I feel like this topic is just way too broad for us to give y'all mm-hmm. one measly little episode. <laughs> Big facts, yeah. but here, but here, we about to get into this little game. What you got for me today, big dog? Man, the first one I got Nike. Man, what y'all Ooh. think? Over or under? 
Bro, Nike me, is I'll Nike. Start, I'll, I'll, I'll start <laughs> yeah. off as someone who who works for Nike. I think Nike is extremely underrated, just for the fact that all the materials that they make is in house. Like mm-hmm. they could have easily got boost from NASA, like Adidas did. <clears throat> But they took a point of emphasis to be like, nah, everything we make, we want it in house. You, you mm-hmm. feel me? And I, man, I you know, a little something. So. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. It's a child. <laughs> <laughs> Let that thing anyway, Man, but to get back to that, is just they, the way that Nike just continues to push the envelope and just continues to make mm-hmm. shoe after shoes. Pants after pants, shirt after shirt, jacket after jacket, and just to make it seem so flawless and effortlessly. And the fact that I don't think Nike competes with other brands. I think Nike competes with themselves, and they're constantly like, "Okay, we made a good react, we made a good reaction here, but how can we improve it?" Yeah. So I just feel like Nike just continues to push the envelope in terms of how a brand, how a competitive, not even a competitive brand, just a brand in general should should be in terms of a business aspect, and that's just competing with. Yourself and you, not you worry about the competition. Still underrated for though. What is the the Nike ID when they first came out? Because I don't think nobody oh. else is doing that, right? Yeah. So they put a lot of other brands on for that. Like uh-huh. Nike, really they they really doing they they really been on their ish since the beginning, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> man, hey, all yeah. I'm gonna say is Adidas messed up by not giving uh, the players that they had, as in Kobe and LeBron, the money that they should have gotten. That's where they messed up at. And Kobe man. coming out with a pack. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mm, R. Hey, R. Man, R. P. Kobe. Man, yeah. R. P. My Kobe. goat right there, man. R. P. Kobe. What about you? What about you, Jalen? Over or underrated? What Nike? Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to say. It's like a big brand. It's not really like an overrated brand or an underrated brand. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just is what it is. So I mean, yeah, I, I can't. I, can, I can't I can give you a that, definitive bro. answer on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel it. And Freddie, okay. I'm assuming under hey, for sure underrated. I'm sitting in Nike, all Nike gear from the way down right now. Right now, me too. Man, it's, like, man. it's just it, the style is just like it's. I I find more things I can wear in Nike just for either lounging or if I'm trying to put together an actual fit than like uh-huh. anything else. Like when when uh we had to go to the hospital like uh like months ago and you pulled up with those uh like running pants on i was like bro those are oh those yeah. are i'm sitting in them right now you know what i'm saying like <laughs> oh yeah you can show it bro like it's like the slides they like, so fire sock shoes slides uh, pants jacket shirts you know what i'm saying like hoodies it's just like like what like again if you're sponsored by adidas or under Armour, i get it but like who doesn't want to be a, a Nike athlete for one? Everybody does, bro. Man, everybody like, does. Just the 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 swoosh, like pull up. The with swoosh the, is the crazy, swoosh? bro. Oh, stop it! Hey, no, the embroidered swoosh on the sweaters on that left. Man, and all I gotta say the is, you know, you know, Nike and Stussy, we waiting for y'all to make a permanent collab. Yeah, you know? for real. <laughs> Make it a thing. We just bro. we, we just waiting on it, you know, so I can get EP on it. That's all. I, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Come on, you man. Feel me? Stop playing. Stop playing. I need those sandals though. That just dropped, bro. They hot. Oh, the orange ones. Bro, with the stussy on it. I need. There a- was a a stussy windbreaker came in to the Nike mm-hmm. store. Oh, but it didn't fit right, so you know, I left, <laughs> oh, I left yeah, it alone. Yeah, of course. Oh, you know how that is. Man. All right, we're going to get to this next one. Uh, Over or under, ambitious women. Underrated. Oof, underrated, underrated as hell, bro. And it's, 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 something, it's a problem with men who are afraid of those women. Man. 
Speak, I love them speak on they it. Can, they can teach you a lot more than what you, you can teach yourself. Yup. Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. And they can give you encouragement without even saying anything. Man. Yeah, I, love, I, I, I love I love working independent women. I love yeah, that. I Shout out totally, to my mama. I totally, man, man. Oh yeah, my mama too. My mama I totally agree with the the whole underrated thing because I feel like most a lot of men are intimidated by mm-hmm. ambitious women because you know we're taught to be the breadwinner. So mm-hmm. I feel like when there is a woman that's you know <laughs> making more money you know than we are, I feel like men tend to you know flee from mm-hmm. those type of women. You know. So I think ambitious women are definitely, definitely under underrated and must be protected at all. And, and my biggest thing with those women is I like to pick their brain. Like I'm asking them weird ass questions to see how they think, because you know I like to study psychology and mm-hmm. and uh, sociology and all that. So like that's that's my biggest thing. I like picking brains. And if you ambitious and and I'm asking you questions, it's, it's for a reason because I'm trying to learn some stuff from you. <laughs> Man, <laughs> big facts. You feel <laughs> also we also we just live in a society where women are kind of seen as second, you know, second class yeah. citizens. Yeah. So when you do see that ambitious woman, it's like, man, you better hold on to that, mm-hmm. or you better, you better, you better give her the the you know the compliments and the praise that she deserves. Because mm-hmm. you know, not not there's a lot of women out there that you know really have nothing in life that they're looking forward to and they're constantly just waiting for a man to take care of them but when there's a woman that takes i don't know it's just something about a woman that takes initiative and you know to take care of herself and i think that's just very 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 underrated man especially Mm -hmm. in today's society big facts but my thing again with ambitious women don't and and this goes along with women that are independent stop being afraid to ask people for help if you need help there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing yeah. at all wrong with it. Very true. Everybody need help. True, <laughs> man. You can't do everything by yourself. True. And that's one thing that I feel like it's hard for independent women to understand. Man. You really cannot do everything by yourself. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help. That does not make you weak. That don't make you less less of a of a of a woman. You know what I mean? It don't make you not independent. That if if anything, that makes you even more independent to go out and ask for help. Because that's that's big enough in itself. And that's very hard to do. Man. Shoot. Even when the woman was in the Justice League. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Big facts. Wait. Drop that knowledge. Get off with the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That brings me to the third point: <laughs> kissing on the first date, over Ooh. or under. Uh, <laughs> I kind of feel like that's situational. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because, and I, I'm a just to only to tie it in. I'm not gonna get into it. Like tying it into people who have the argument about you know having sex on the first date. As adults. I think when if you meet somebody and every again you know when you click, I think as adults if you feel like you're really vibing with somebody and you're good at reading a room, kiss on the first date is cool. Like again, yeah. if you're not if you're you're if she's being a you know perfectly good you know lady and you being a, a, a perfectly good gentleman, it's like and y'all having a good time and you vibing so y'all out you know at a party like not a party but like you're you're somewhere where they're playing music. Right, mm-hmm. it's kind of you know intimate and whatnot. It's like <laughs> if you feeling the vibe, like you know, go ahead and you know let her know what's up. Now, don't so, be a... so, Fr- so Freddie. We playing it by ear. Yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, play it by ear, man. You know, it's, you know. I personally feel like as somebody who I'm only going on dates with women mm-hmm. that I'm interested in. So it's like you know, if we're already on a date, you know what I'm saying, like underrated because to me like in general a kiss is a kiss but if we're really mm-hmm. messing with each other and we vibing like we on a date like you look you you got dressed up i'm first of all i'm taking you out where you gotta dress up so you out mm-hmm. looking good for one mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, and if I already <laughs> liked you and you thought you was looking bummy and I got to take you somewhere where you probably got heels on and, a, you know, probably got a little dress on, you know what I'm saying? You got perfume, your hair, done, your makeup on, looking good, whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, damn, like, Damn, she look good. She looking good. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to try to do nothing crazy, but it's like, you know, if I, if we make that eye contact, and I'm big on eye contact. Mm-hmm. If, we make, if we making an eye contact and I can, we talking without using words. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it's, uh, man, I don't know. I'm neutral on this one. I can't say it's overrated or underrated. I really, I just, I, I just can't answer it. I don't know. What about you, Mac Daddy J? Yeah, Coochie Scout. Coochie same, Scout. same thing as Bryson. It's really it depends. I Situ- can't really situational. Yeah. All right, Jalen. This one is this one is for you. Over or under NBA. Ooh. NBA. Mm. That's a toughie. Mm. For me, I feel like it's extremely overrated. It is, and and as play as you know, being professional players, like I feel like you just kind of <laughs> expect what's going to happen. I mean, you know, there's a there was a surprise with Portland beating LA, in my opinion. Even though I seen it happening, I feel like it was still a shock for me a little bit. So I feel like the NBA, I just feel like is extremely watered down, and you know, it's too much antics and mm-hmm. old. Dude's trying to play the tough guy, knowing damn well they're not gonna fight. Yeah. And a lot of people asking for fouls, like that's why I call it. I call it extremely overrated. It's it's just more like a show than an actual, you know, game. So yeah. for me, I'll always be a I'll always be a college basketball fan more than anything. Yep. I love college mm-hmm. basketball. I'll pay to see a college basketball game. That's underrated. I'll pay to see an NBA. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We already know the college is underrated. I love college basketball. Yeah. Underpaid. <laughs> I yeah. love college basketball. NBA is really overrated. It's it's not really exciting. Like, I mean, looking back and watching like the early two thousands to like the later two thousands, defense was a thing. Yeah, like it was yeah. a little bit more Shit. fun because you knew like it was gonna be a real battle. Now it's just like they. They try and run up the score. Like, they call way more fouls mm-hmm. on stuff that shouldn't even be fouls. Mm-hmm. Then, Man, then it's, you just basically the player is just having free movement. If you stop somebody from going to their spot, then oh, it's a foul. It's yeah. Like, no, that's it, defense. It's just, yeah, they just want to increase the value of by putting more points up than having a real game where it's like, 82 to 78 is the final score. They don't want to see a game like that. They want to score 130 to 128 or something. Like, yeah, it's, uh-huh. just, it's just not exciting like how it used to be. It's fun to watch your favorite players and see them do their thing, but overall, it's just like whatever. Oh, yeah, only, for sure. Yeah, for that. me, uh, I used to have a – I had a friend that uh, worked in the NBA, and she was, you know, in the box office or whatever. The the only thing I was underrated about it is the way that that gave back to the communities, which is what I loved. Mm-hmm. It was it, that that that's something that you know it's always gonna stick with me, coming from where we come from. You feel me? Yeah. And I think it is underrated for that aspect, but as a whole, like the whole scheme of things, I, I, it's 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 overrated. But that little giving back to the community and NBA cares that that's very underrated. Yeah. I love that. That's what I love. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Freddie, got anything you want to add? Uh, I would just agree that uh, it's overrated. Um, 
just simply for me, I, I said this a while ago. I, I think I said it on Twitter. It was just <laughs> like, I kind of felt like before it happened and people may disagree, but I kind of feel like basketball right now, especially the way they have it set up is like a big ass distraction. Mm-hmm. Like you got people that, that can't really hoop when the lights are on, just hooping out their mind right now. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. that's going to tie into your contract negotiation. But it's like, we go back to how things used to be, or like, you can call it whatever you want to, but like things going on outside of the bubble. It's like, I feel like the NBA is like taking over a lot of what people were talking about before it came back. Like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Y'all can make y'all money. That's great. But at the same time, I, my my problem with stuff like that has always been, unless you're a rookie, if you've been getting paid, like you should have investments, you should have savings and stuff like that, that you don't have to bank on, you know, if that's what I'm saying. Like you have Mm -hmm. endorsements or other things like that. Like, why is it, you know, like that's, you know, that's the thing. Like, Oh, we got to play. Like that's, that's our livelihood. It's like, it's at the end of the day, it's a game. I understand a lot of y'all are great at it, but if you can pay your, your annual salary is $20 million. You can't sit out one season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, why? Exactly. Because you're living in a mansion with X amount of rooms that you don't use, yeah. or driving X amount of cars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, don't again, I just again I think it's overrated right now, especially since you know the Lakers lost. <laughs> but you know <laughs> <laughs> you know Did the Clippers lose today? Yeah. Yep. Hallelujah. All right, we cool. Never mind. You know what? <laughs> I'm less live. I'm gonna wait. That yeah, boy, shout out, that, shout out Noel too. Take that L. That boy became a Clipper fan overnight, man. <laughs> Everybody in a mama. Shut up. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. All right, man. Next one, country music. Underrated. Ooh. I think it's underrated. Underrated. Ooh. Oh, please Ooh. do tell. Please do tell. Uh, I can't look. It's good music, okay, nah, go, ahead, go like, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it may not be the song or the sound you want to hear but they actually talk about stuff that actually matters mm-hmm. so yeah what that little green tractor no nah, not even that oh, yeah, like, green they, tractor. they talk about the relationship problems or like mental mm-hmm. health problems it beating on their okay. wives like, yeah all that Jalen McClung you finna be a, a country singer what's up G? nah I never beat up yeah. but <laughs> I do listen to it good luck good luck good luck getting that head into a hat <laughs> wow! 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 My head is just fine. So, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Jalen known for wearing hats in the group, anyway. But caps, man, you break it, you buy it, though. No, that's Bryson. <laughs> hey, oh wow! <laughs> my man just be coming on my neck. I remember we used to we used to have that boy trying on beanies and me and Jalen scream out, "You break it, you buy it." <laughs> that boy almost had to buy the whole yeah. Zoomy store. <laughs> hey, chill out. I only put like five in that day. Nah, <laughs> but, nah, but, I, but nah, I can't. They have good stories. I can't speak on country music. They have good though. Yeah. To, to the song. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to knock it. It's a good job. Honestly, I, I can't, honestly, I, I can't I speak on it. Know. I, honestly, I didn't even know they talked about all that. And I was going to say overrated because I just, for me, but that would be kind of unfair. But just for me, I'm just not really a fan of, you know, the the sounds and you know the ac- acoustics of a of a country you know soundtrack like I'm just not a big fan of it so for yeah. me it's overrated but un- but also underrated for the stuff that they talk about I can't yeah. I can't uh I can't put no two cents in because I don't listen to country music 
Never have, never will. Dang. Uh, well, actually, will. let me not say never will because you, don't you like, never know. You, you don't, don't like know what could happen in the future. You so, don't like that little old town road, even though it's that was cool, bro. That was <laughs> <Man>. cool. <laughs> nah. I wish they made more country music like that with beats. That'd be kind of dope. I listen to it, like trap country. That'd be kind of hard. Trap country. They low key oh, got some songs. It's, out it's some out there. Tantry, tantry. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do, bro. It's trap country. There, there is. I heard a few songs. They, they not bad, but like I don't know. Um, talking about selling chickens on a farm. Hey, they slanging them eggs around. You feel me? Man, slanging it, man. Trapping out the pig house. (laughs) (laughs) Trapping out the out the hen house. Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I I think the reason it's underrated for me, the way I look at it, because I again, if you you know listen to the first couple episodes, I went to a private school, predominantly white. And the way I, the way I looked at it was kind of the same as everybody else who grew up in a predominantly minority or specifically black household. You know, you grew up on your old school R&B. If you have older cousins that are prevalent at, you know, your house or wherever, you know, they're playing, you know, they were playing early 2000s rap. Right. And then you have your generation or our generation where you grew up, you know, first it was like a jerking area and then you get into your more adult taste. So for most people who grew up on the opposite side, I feel like they looked at rap the same way. And it's like whoever's pop, like whoever's famous or big right now isn't really a good representation of all of that genre. Mm -hmm. So it's like if somebody was like they wanted to get into rap and they looked up popular rap artists and the first person to pop up was 6ix9ine, it's like that's not a good representation yeah, of rap at all. that somebody who's into rap would act like I wouldn't ever give you a playlist like oh yeah you need to listen to 6 9 like no so like again like Jalen said there are there's depth to to some country music you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like they do talk about things like I've had people put me on to that uh, song with uh, Bradley Cooper and and Lady Gaga is like I don't remember the name, but I had an individual at my old job who sung that song. It was really it was really beautiful, like it was really deep. It was sad, but and a lot of country music is, but it's really deep. And like you know, they I like you know like music, like people who are singing. Like I've always been a fan of it. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you got into country music, you know, not the the pop flash like Taylor Swifty, like you know all these whoever brad whoever and and whatnot like the real you know like how we're into you know if we're getting deep into rap you talk about you know kendrick is popping but listen to his actual projects like there are people like that yeah in in country music you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so yeah i feel like it's underrated for the same fact that people who didn't grow up like us look at rap and be like oh they only talk about xyz nah let me put you on Uh uh-huh and then make up your mind okay i can get behind that Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. this is this is one y'all already know my answer. Black socks. <coughs> oh my! Oh my! Overrated. Bro. I don't care. Y'all can black fight socks me. are awful. I got them all right now. What's happening, bro? Hey, black socks make your hey, feet sweat. Man, audience, More? Just, audience black. just to let y'all know, this will be Freddie's last episode. <laughs> hey, black socks up, are hey, hold on. Dusty. I know where you've been. I'll pull up right now. Okay, <laughs> hey, Bryson, you can put on the gloves when you get off work. Bro. What's, What's the deal, bro? We got gloves at the crib too. Good. I'm gonna have black socks on my hands when you pull up. What's up? Oh no! <laughs> See, I ain't touching you. You probably gonna rob me, man. Uh, that's nah, black. That know. ain't black it's force just... energy. Oh, oh. You might as well black wear black forces too. You nah, wearing black socks already? That's different. You can make nah, felonies no in different. black forces and black socks too. Nah, you I wear black know. forces with no so, socks. Wait, 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 wait. So, do you wear white shoes and black socks? 
white shoes and black socks. No, I I try to match the shoe okay, I was to whatever to say, sock. The only <laughs> the only time I'll make an exception for a shoe that's a different color is the reason I wear black socks is because I normally wear black pants and I've never liked the look of white socks in between black pants and my shoes. I'd rather it go straight down black into whatever shoe I'm wearing. That's oh, I was, why I I'm about to say, damn, wait, hold on. Dang, your shoe, your pants don't be touching your shoes? <laughs> no, just like in general, like if I, I don't, like my thing is I like things to look uniform. So it's like if I sit down and my pants come up, I don't want to see like white in between my shoe and my black pants. Like I've never, like my brain is weird like that. So it's like if I'm wearing all black down to the shoe, I feel like that looks cleaner. Then, again, I'm not flooding like I'm, you know, Michael Jackson or some shit, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. That just that that picture. I've gotten more comfortable with it now. Um, again, being around y'all, but growing up, it was like if I'm wearing dark pants, I'd rather wear black socks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, my but thing with I'm hey, just, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna just go ahead and say overrated. I'm gonna just go ahead and say overrated. No comment. Years. If you wear black socks with every fit, you're a serial killer. <laughs> Okay. All right. Oh, next, no. What's the next one? What's the next one? Hell, what's the next no. one? Get, the, hurry up before he say something back. What's the, the next one? The next hurry one up. is the next one is marriage. Ooh, Overrated. I, I, I feel like Jalen. What Jalen? What? Marriage. How you feel about marriage? Over or underrated? Damn, G. It's underrated in my opinion. What's your reasonings? Because honestly, like when you look at it, you really doing it just to kind of give that person that commitment, but on top of it, you build them for the future. You know that she got your back and you have hers, or if you guys the same gender or whatever, but you basically doing it for your future because later down the road, you may want to have kids or you may want to have somebody to carry on your name. On top of that, you want somebody to be your life partner in the end, like somebody that you know that's going to be there for you. Okay. I definitely get that for sure. Mm, yeah. For me, I think it's underrated just the simply fact that I don't feel like a lot of people get married for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't really think they take that vow or that I do that ser- like seriously at that moment. And I just I don't know with the you know divorce rate being so high I feel like marriage is definitely underrated and it's a definitely great thing I feel like a lot of men just see it as if like oh I'm getting tied down but at the end of the day you're making a commitment to one person to you know mm-hmm. be with that person for the rest of your life so I find it ext- yeah. I find it underrated I think it's overrated <clears throat> why you think that. Mm. I just don't like the fact that you have to sign a certificate saying you love somebody and mm. you have to pay money for that. It's not like saying you like, love somebody. It's just saying no, you but, commit but, to that okay, person. Okay, but my thing but okay, but I can do that without having without having to sign a piece of paper though. Yeah, but it's just giving that person that security saying that you want to be with them. It's not saying you love them, it's just saying you want to be with them. Facts. And just but I can, what, I can say that without what signing Jaylen a paper, though. say is like, yeah, that security is a big thing because I know a lot of people, if you just boyfriend and girlfriend forever, I know there's always that doubt in your back. Yeah. Like, even, even though it is with marriage, too, but even though even before that, in your boyfriend and girlfriend, you kind of like, okay, like, you know, is this 
gonna work out? You know, does he yeah. really love me? Is he doing everything yeah, he like, said he's doing? You feel me? So I kind of understand. I kind of understand, even though they can do whatever they want. Not not like speaking like they can do whatever they want, but you know, at the end of the day, you have your own choice and you can do what you want, even when you married. And that's on you, and that's between you and God, because adultery ain't nothing to play with. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. No, if I find a one, I'm gonna get married. Don't get me wrong, but I st- I think it's still overrated. Mm. I feel it. Ooh. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. I would say because of this. I, I would say because of the the time period in which we live, and I think the way I view marriage, I think it's uh, marriage now, I think is overrated. I think what marriage is supposed to be is underrated. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is if we're taking marriage and marriage is generally tied to Christianity for most, most people. Um, again, everybody has different wedding ceremonies, right? Based on your religion. But most people uh, will probably tie marriage into Christianity. You know, you take this vow before God, you know, all of that. And if you're looking at it from that perspective, then it's like, you know, when people got married, it was a bond between two people who didn't really know each other before that. And the society we live in, it's like there are a lot of people who can say similar, you know, to Bryson. It's like, you know, you guys can date and you know I love you, right? Like, why do we need a title? It's like dating didn't used to be a thing. Like, it was either you, you know, got married and, you know, that was you, you made it work with that person. Right now, we again, things change over time and, and, you know, they some we would say things get better. or Some people would say they get worse regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, I think marriage is definitely, you know, in my opinion, is a unity between two people. But we live in a time, like I said, dating didn't used to be a thing. It wasn't always like we go out and that's my boyfriend for two, three, four, five. Like you got proposed <laughs> to earlier than that. Mm-hmm. So now it's like we have all this time together so people can say, oh, we don't really need to get married. Like, we've been together. I'm not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And now it's like most people view marriage as a business transaction. Mm-hmm. Right? Because of society. It's like you get married, you get more money back on your taxes. You know, you can do certain things that single people can't do. Right? Yeah. You can get life insurance for this person because that's my husband or my wife. And it's, you know, money plays a part in that. Right? But for me, I would say, you know, in terms of what it's supposed to be, it's like, in my opinion, you know, just from somebody who grew up, you know, in a broken home, for me, it's like marriage is, you know, take, I feel like it's supposed to take what you feel for somebody as a boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. and you, you expand on that, mm-hmm. right? Like, this is my, I think there's a, there's a sense of pride I feel like you would get as a man, like, that's my wife mm-hmm. compared to saying that's my girlfriend or that's my girl like that's yeah, my for sure that's my woman you know uh-huh. what I'm i know i know women get that like let me ask my husband like i know girls love showing off mm-hmm. the ring when they get engaged they you know what i'm saying for no reason at all <laughs> man on snap on ig all that to go into what you said freddie is shout out to the homie will like literally i texted this dude the other day like oh yeah i'm going somewhere with me and my fiance and he said oh you just have to throw that in my face huh yup <laughs> yeah that you know that's tight i, don't know. For I like me, that part. for me it just hit different when you say fiance versus my girl like just when i say fiance it just it just hit so different for me yeah mm-hmm. like you for sure been doing that since you uh put that ring on that finger it's cool mm-hmm. it's cool though, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's that's what i'm saying though. like i feel like there's a sense of pride you get like that's that's me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying like when I when, if I'm going through something, that's 
we made this vow together. Like, we I'm gonna get through this because I know she's gonna be here. And she know we're gonna get through this because I'm gonna be here. Like that's my I wanna have a family where I wanna have a future where. Like, cause I think I think it like when you say like when we talked earlier about, you know, dating or whatever, when you meet a girl, you kind of know. You ever just seen somebody and was like, I would really like I would settle down for that person. Like mm-hmm. even if you got to know somebody. Like so even even instinctually, there's that that feeling like, and again, I can't speak for women, like there's even that feeling like she's different and Uh and you just you just know like okay if we if i ever got the opportunity like i was that would be it right there Uh like so you know it's like again like you could be boyfriend and girlfriend like i'm understandable that's cool people don't have titles on their relationships and they've been in relationships for decades or you know but to me it's like that's that there's there's a sense of pride you get out of you know being able to say like that's my woman that's my wife that's my queen that's the you know, mm-hmm. she's gonna have my kids, like, and you know, she loves me, and this, that, and the third, or vice versa for the women. Like, I just think there's a sense of pride you get with we married. Like, that's my, mm. you know. So, yeah, I feel that. All right, so we got two more left. Ooh, let's get it. We got enough time for two more left, and you know, I'm I'm looking at this <clears> list, <throat> and I think I'm gonna go ahead with these two. Oh, so the first one is Chick Fil A. Overrated. Overrated. Salty ass chicken sandwich. Get that crap out of Jay, here. Jay, Go to Kane. Jay, Jay, real chicken what, sandwich. what you think, Jalen? Overrated. On. I think Chick-fil-A is extremely overrated as well. Like like mm-hmm. Bryson said, I don't like my chicken sandwich coming off the bag sweating. Like sweating, it, bro. Miss. My man was in a sauna before they gave it to me. And oh, and okay. and hold on, hold on, hold on. Who puts pickles on a chicken sandwich anyway? <laughs> okay, they I'm put a, pickles on all chicken sandwiches. Oh, I don't no, know they don't add canes. They for sure don't. Ain't nobody know what that lame ass chicken is. Yeah. That's, 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 that's just on you, Mr. Black Sox. <laughs> <laughs> me. Okay. Okay. Bro, it's a serial killer. I will take that. Just bro, like, I don't I, know. I like pickles. Just chick, uh, Chick-fil-A, bro. Literally, after I eat a chicken sandwich, I feel so nauseous, bro. I just, I don't know. That chicken is just. And and again, I'm not saying Canes is the best chicken sandwich. I yeah. like Canes, but I don't think it's. I don't think they have the best chicken sandwich. But I know Chick Fil A for sure don't. They for sure don't. That's yeah. that John soggy. I don't, I'm I, not a fan I, of that. Just to just to to put my two cents in, I don't think a chicken sandwich is good unless the chicken is spicy. Hmm. I can. I, 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 can I don't like that. regular chicken sandwiches. <laughs> like I'm not going to. I'm not going to Popeyes unless I got some sweet baby rays. Ooh, yeah, bar, talk to yeah, him. like flavor. Hey, bull, talk to him. I, I need flavor. <laughs> talk like, to him, cuz. First of all, you can't eat a Chick Fil A sandwich without sauce. You can't. You cannot. But honestly, like, honestly, the way I am, I don't feel like you can eat any chicken sandwich, chicken without, sandwich sauce. without sauce. Facts. Just for you me, need, you yeah, feel me? you need something on there. Like, Facts. Uh-huh. you know, if you, any type of sandwich, you need something on them up. Like, I'm not eating a, a turkey sandwich mm-hmm. with like no mayo or uh, whatever me. you put on your sandwiches. I'm not eating it with none of, without that. <laughs> uh huh. Facts. But, but I'm not eating. I can't. Eat, I'm not eating regular chicken sandwiches from anywhere if the chicken is not spicy. Like okay. I, yeah. I, I, I can get can. behind that. I can get behind that for sure. For sure. All right, what's the last one? And before we get into that, we're not gonna talk about the lemon lemonade though. Oh, crazy. crack in a cup, crazy! That, that it's crazy. Cool. 
in the last oh, one. Look at this guy. Look, look, look. <laughs> what? You make your own at home? No, I've had better lemonade. Uh huh. You, you, uh huh. Where, where you had? Where you had better lemonade? That must be sour as hell, man. You just got white. You just got white. You just got white taste buds now. Man, shut up. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't was Wasn't you the one that almost put that baked potato in the microwave? Bro, oh. I'm weak. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Uh, someone over there tried to put baked potato in the microwave. Not I, right, buddy. <laughs> you said, you know what, me? Oh, my God. All right, boy, what's the last one? All right, the last one is oh. going to be religion. Ooh. Super underrated, bro. Faith is important. For Having me, faith in something at a higher, at a higher is, is very important. I think religion is overrated just in the realm of it was made to cause confusion. And mm. I feel everybody at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, whether you're Islamic or, you know, you're, you're Christian or you're, I feel, Buddhist, I, I feel like mm-hmm. you got for, for certain people that have like monotheistic beliefs, I feel like we all believe in the same entity. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel like people kind of, categorize it off so that we all are fighting with each other. That's why religion mm, and, and, yeah. and to cause chaos yeah. and division. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you I feel like you can't have a talk about like that's why they always say politics and religion are two things you never talk about. And it's just off the simple fact that you know people misunderstand each other and they're like, oh you mm-hmm. believe in that religion. I believe in this religion. You know we can't be friends. You know we can't talk about that yeah. stuff. And I just believe in what I believe in is a relationship with God and I believe in the Bible fully. Nowhere in the mm-hmm. Bible does it say, you know, Christian is the only is the right religion. Mm-hmm. Islamic is the right. Re- like, you you feel me? Like, I just believe that everybody has their own relationship with God. And, you know, I feel like the book is the is the book of life and that everything in that book is, you know, is something you should, you know, live in your everyday life. So I believe more so in that. God knows everybody's heart and he knows that, you know, if you have a relationship with him, he knows your true intent at the end of the day. He doesn't, he doesn't need, you don't need to have a title, whether it's Christianity or Buddhism, just to be validated, you know, in your, in your faith with God. So for me, I feel like it's more so a thing of, you know, just having a relationship with God versus, you know, being under a category or a denomination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I like that. Man, I think I can co-sign that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I, I, hey, I got I got the stamp of approval from everybody. <laughs> yep. You, yeah, sure yeah. Man, bro. Hit it on the nose, I'm, bro. Sa- I'm satisfied. I can rock with that. I can rock with that. All right. That's another episode. You know, um, we just happy you guys are continuing to listen in. Just keep listening in. And also, we just, you know, made a new Instagram page products of long beach podcast yes, you know go Tap ahead and follow, that. Yes, Tap follow that up. if there's every anything you guys want us to go over or feel like you want us to go even more in depth in feel free to you know send us a dm we all have mm-hmm. that you know page so just go ahead and i'm pretty sure someone would get right back to you as soon as they possibly can so you know don't be afraid mm-hmm. to voice because at the end of the day we trying to make content for y'all so that you know you guys keep listening you know so at the end of the mm-hmm. day don't be afraid to voice your voice your opinion you know, if you would disagree with us, man, let us have it. If you think Chick Fil A mm-hmm. is a, make a good sandwich, come on, come at me. You feel yeah, me? You so, wrong. You gonna be wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can but, make you a better chicken sandwich at my own house. Facts. Pull up. 
at the after part. No, I'm saying, but uh, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, anyway, yeah, man, we just pray and hope that you guys continue to listen. We thank you for all Mm y'all support and all everybody Mm -hmm. that's been actually shouting us out. Like, we truly appreciate it. We know we just got started, but it feels like you know, we've been at this for a minute just with all the support for all the support that we have. Um, yes, also, also, you. I don't think I'm no longer going to edit a lot of this. So a lot of this is going to be raw. It's going to be, you know, st- we're going to have a, you know, I've been creating outlines and we just go after, we just go and attack it. So it's just going to be straight off the dome and we just hope you guys can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Anything you guys want to add? Um, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good tonight. Good. I ain't got no words of wisdom. Good tonight. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I got one for y'all. Um, All right. I saw this the other day when I was on Twitter, and so I'm not gonna act like this is uh, this is for me. Um, shout out to Ayana the Oracle on Twitter. This is uh, off her page. I'm not sure if she's the one that made, but because you know how Twitter is. But mm-hmm. uh, so the quote is: If you get comfortable in an environment that doesn't truly hear you, you eventually forget how to speak. Mm. So mm. you know, take that. You know. I I rather people do their own, you know, breakdown of that in their head and and let that speak to them. So, you know, you get uncomfortable in an environment that doesn't truly hear you. You eventually forget how to speak. Damn. Mm. And we go. We gonna end it on that note. It's your boy yes. Brian, aka BC Got Kicks. It's your man's Freddie P, aka Fretro Boomin. BC Bryson Chambers, you feel me? Versus the world. We up out of here. It's your boy, Jay Daddy, out of here. Ooh, <laughs> oh, yes, <this> sir. <laughs> Ooh, Jay Daddy back. Uh-oh. <laughs>